this podcast deals with the ongoing situation in Afghanistan as well as a historic background to this complex geopolitical and strategic quagmire the first part of this podcast will deal with the historic background of the pakistani states relationship with pashtuns in particular and afghanistan in general the bottom line is that till 1977 the pakistani states establishment regarded the pashtuns as a serious political threat to the pakistani state the high point of this situation was 1973 when mr zade bhutto dismissed the nap and jui coalition governments in baluchistan and frontier mr sagir anwar a very close friend of my aunt's husband frequently chatted regarding the ongoing mood in the pakistani establishment he was the intelligence bureau's director general he often said that afghanistan and the pashtuns are regarded as the most serious threat to the pakistani state now the 1978 leftist coup transformed the situation and the pakistani establishment got a golden opportunity to manipulate the pashtuns now under heavy fire and refugees in pakistan the pakistani military usurper zia grabbed this golden opportunity now the second part of this podcast will cover the backwardness and the reasons for destruction of infrastructure in the pashtun areas of afghanistan now the situation in 1978 till 1992 was that the pakistani state was waging a proxy war in afghanistan as a vessel and subsidiary chattel of the united states and the saudis fermenting money ideology was certainly not the part of this whole exercise because traditionally indo-pak armies are mercenary armies so ideology was certainly not the part but a slogan called jihad was invented and rationalized and much propagated now the situation was that the pashtun areas of afghanistan were next to the pakistan afghan border and it was very simple and easy to carry out sabotage 
and destruction of infrastructure and bridges and carriages in these areas. So, the Pakistani establishment took the easy course logistically, tactically, uh, length of communication wise, it was much easier to carry out sabotage and guerrilla activities in the Pashtun areas of Afghanistan and as a result in the ensuing civil war between 1978 right till 1992, the guerrilla war, the insurgency, the proxy war, almost 80% of infrastructure of Pashtun areas of Afghanistan was destroyed. Schools were destroyed, roads were destroyed, bridges were destroyed. Most importantly, the Kares system, an ancient system was massively damaged and, and destroyed. This was the root cause of the Pashtun backwardness which till now plagues the Pashtun population. Naturally, the Soviets in retaliation laid maximum mines in Pashtun areas, carried out maximum bombing, maximum operations in Pashtun areas, while the non-Pashtun areas, simply because they were not close to the Pakistani border, remained absolutely untouched. So this was the reason why the Pashtuns remained backward, rather they slid into total backwardness because of this 14 years civil war. The third part of this podcast will cover how the ethnic balance and the ethnic center of gravity changed in Afghanistan during this time. Till 1978, although the royal family was uh, culturally Persianized, the Pashtuns enjoyed uh, military superiority over all the ethnicities in Afghanistan. The army was generally Pashtun majority. The high command had Pashtun officers, although there was a large sprinkling of uh, Persian speaking. And by and large, the Afghan army was dominated by the Durrani elite. Now, when the Soviet Union invaded, although the leftists uh, were Pashtun dominated, especially the Khalq, the Soviet Union as a policy armed the non-Pashtuns because the Pakistani supported insurgency was mostly in Pashtun areas. So the Soviets as a knee-jerk reaction, as a countermeasure armed the non-Pashtuns. So during the years 1978 to 1992, the balance of Military power changed and the non-Pashtuns, thanks to the Soviet role, acquired greater military prowess and uh, effectiveness in the 14 years. This is the reason why the ethnic balance of power changed. Now the next part of the podcast. Afghanistan was invaded by the Americans, the Talibans naturally could not oppose a great superpower. They withdrew into Pakistan. There is no doubt that they were always a Pakistani proxy. But during the post-2001 period, 
their proxy status became markedly stronger and uh, they were literally at the mercy of the pakistani establishment this was the situation now till 2006 there was no problem but uh, after 2006 especially during the obama tenure a surge was carried out which was planned by a character called bruce riddle who knew about military less than a spinster and uh, sadly uh, usa was led by a half breed uh, president who was totally naive militarily and strategically and he supported this so called surge this surge placed uh, us troops in sitting duck positions in helmand and in uh, kandhar and resulted in almost 1400 fatal casualties in actual action in 8 years now just compare that in the bush era 8 years less than 400 american soldiers were killed in actual fighting but in obama's 8 years 1400 uh, us soldiers were killed in fighting which was totally unnecessary and the ulterior aim the secret aim of the surge was to dominate the morphia production and the heroin production in helmand because it was thought that by damaging it they could destroy the taliban so us government initiated a program of morphia paste buyback in which billions were made but 1400 us soldiers died now the next part of the podcast the resurgence of the taliban resurgence of the taliban was a natural case because there is a tradition of regime change in this area starting from the british first they removed bacha sakau and brought nadir khan later known as nadir shah then there was a case of regime change in the soviet era when the soviets brought their own man karmal in december 79 then there was a case of regime change in 2001 when the western states brought their man karzai so this is another phase of regime change the pakistani state wants to bring their own proxies a very logical and natural course now we will discuss in the next part of this podcast the future how things will develop this is just an assessment and uh, may not necessarily be the whole truth or may not wholly correspond to the future developments but this is an assessment my assessment is that talibans will not have a clean run because they are like fire and water as far as the non taliban and taliban are compared and fire and water cannot come together it's impossible the second issue is that the taliban regard the non pashtuns as well as the shias as uh, hitler would have regarded uh, jews and non aryans as subhumans so there is a very serious ethnic and sectarian uh, 
and uh, you can say even a religious divide so any sort of political settlement is impossible this is very clear now there is a thing known as independent will of the enemy defined by karl von clausewitz uh, the pakistani establishment has not properly appreciated the independent will of the enemy the taliban are a force to reckon with seasoned warriors and everything but there is something known as opposing forces these opposing forces are iran turkey soviet union correction russia india so many european states of nato the usa these uh, forces very much exist and are going to through through many spanners in the whole process so a total taliban victory is impossible and a civil war will go on and as afghanistan's history proves that if an opposing force even has 1 square kilometer of afghan territory they can expand because afghan history like any other history is a classic case of somersaults side changings betrayals so this element is there the last part of this podcast is the future the taliban although at this stage a pakistani proxy can become independent players and can be very dangerous for the pakistani state in the long run because the superiority they have over the pakistani state is the strength of their ideology as uh, the listeners know that ideology is a very sensitive and a powerful weapon in the history of this region and like in many islamic battles when people died the qurans over the tips of spears and went ahead the the military action ended so these taliban naturally they have a advantage of being on the right side of allah as far as the whole region is concerned in the long run it may sound uh, far fetched but this is my conviction always and i have always said so right from 1994 when i stepped inside afghanistan and had some role in the ongoing civil war from 1994 to 1999 i always say that at some stage these particles of sand and dust known as taliban in the clausewitzian sense can unite and become mountains and can even overwhelm the present pakistani state at some stage because what they have on their side is ideology and as far as i understand the pakistani state's ideology the muslim elites ideology who created uh, pakistan along with the british was not ideology but 
political power. So here the Taliban have an edge over the Pakistani state. And although they are now the, uh, the proxies, the pawns, and as history proves that uh, pawns or proxies or Praetorian guards or Turkish slaves or uh, uh, the Pashtun vessels of Persians at some stage they can become the masters also. This is the normal happening in history and as far as I foresee it is going to be a stormy affair the next five years, the next decade, the next two decades will see massive transformations in this area and the Taliban although vessels and proxies at this stage can become a force to reckon with, beware the Pakistani state as they say, they can totally reduce this whole edifice into rebels as they say in Urdu language ke eent se eent bhi baja sakte hain is waqt to lag raha hai ke aise hi bas jahil se log hain jinko kathputliyon ki tarah chala rahe ho tum lekin eent se eent bhi baja sakte hain aur the last part about afghan character and afghan history is that you cannot predict their next action. Maybe eating too much beef or I don't know the weather, the climate, you can't predict their next action. This is my sum total experience having been associated with this region since 1979. This is a humble assessment and this is being shared on special request of one of the my dearest friends and highest respect and regards to all.